The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Open house today. Absolutely anything that you wish to discuss. Any issue you think deserves a public airing, something that disturbs you, interests you, amuses you, amazes you, give us a, give us a call. Text, go through again how people get in touch with us. Jim. All right. Well, we are a call-based show, so let's start with the phone number, 613-413-2217. Or you can text that number as well uh, on Facebook. You're either following The Lowell Green Milkman Show or Blast the Radio. Post your comments underneath the video wherever you would ordinarily post comments. Uh, we're also on YouTube slash Blast the Radio and on Twitch.tv slash Blast the Radio. Post your comments, again, wherever you ordinarily would. Or you can just ask, what's the, what's the woman's name that you can ask anything? <laughs> Alexa or Google. Alexa. Play Blast the Radio. That's all it takes. That's just all Alexa it takes. And, and play Blast the Radio. Uh, do you have to do it when I'm on the air or at any time? So you'll listen. I mean, the radio station streams stuff 24 hours a day around the clock. So, yes, that's the command to listen to Blast the Radio anytime. But, yes, okay. to listen to Lowell at 2 o'clock, just ask it to play Blast the Radio radio wonderful wonderful alexa is wonderful she is she uh, she orders all of our food here <laughs> does she pay for it though she forgot the sizzlers this week though i'm 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 really out like i love sizzlers you know what sizzlers are little little sausage breakfast sausage. oh yeah 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 i i love them i i really love them and uh i like them better than the big fat sausage <clears throat> and uh, she forgot to order sizzlers this week so I'm I'm pouting a little bit. Alexa, uh, over Alexa, Alexa. What are we gonna do? Um, so anything you want to comment on, folks? How do you like the price of food? Uh, <laughs> why is the price of food has gone up almost eleven percent in the last year? I think uh, I think it's gone up more than that. To be honest with you, one of the things that's that's increased, and we've talked about this, is in some cases the price has not gone up that much, but the size has gone down considerably. Um, you may have some comments as well concerning recent polling that indicates Bob Shirelli and Catherine McKenney are running neck and neck in the mayoralty race. Mark Sutcliffe, I'm a little surprised, trailing apparently quite badly. God help us. So it, it turns out that it's going to be, I guess, a toss-up between the former energy minister under Kathleen Wynne, the energy minister, that was in the saddle during the green en green energy scandals, billions of dollars of waste, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bob's a nice guy, except he was the energy minister when all of this came down, folks. And uh, he could become our mayor, or Catherine McKenney, who um, must be adduced, uh, introduced as what they or them. They uh, and them are her. Are, there I go. I'm trying. I'm trying. And, and, and the if proper, you don't the do proper that, pronouns are they and them. And she's, there I go again. And, and Catherine is very, very, very adamant about that. And look, I respect it. And I'm, I'm really trying. I'm really trying. It, it's, a, it's a huge <laughs> learning curve to adopt a whole new vernacular. Well, I don't know why we should have to do that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you've got a uterus, if you've got a vagina, you're a woman. If you have a penis and testicles, you're a man. I mean, that's just the way. You may not like it, yeah, yeah. but that's... Lowell, that's I, cool. I look at it as, you know, my mom has always used her middle name instead of her first name. Big deal. You know, you just respect it. You want to be called they instead of she or he, 
fine. It's, it, it's, I tell you, I don't, that, that, okay, it, it's just a pain in the ass, but I don't understand why all of this deserves so much attention. Why should the fact that someone is, decides to change their gender be glorified? This is the big, almost fad thing. That's that's what bothers me. And one of the things that also bothers me is, I I I'm really really leery when when this involves children. The idea that you know an eight or nine year old boy is going to take very powerful drugs to kill his testosterone. This I find very disturbing. Very. I don't know how frequent it's occurring, but it's occurring. And society apparently is prepared to put up with it. But let's move on. Um, so we've got we've got the polls that indicate that our next mayor is going to be either the former energy minister who brought us green energy, or Catherine McKinney, who I mean, the, the green. If you think green energy, which cost us eight to ten billion dollars, you think that was onerous and expensive and didn't really concentrate on things we really need. Wait until Catherine McKinney is is the mayor. Oy, 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 oy. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, if Catherine McKinney becomes mayor, sell your car, okay? It's a horse and buggy time, folks. You Believe may not me. have a choice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Where God help us. God help Because I'm telling you, if God won't help us, nobody else will. And then, of course, we've got the polling... In the case so far, more people think Trudeau would make a better prime minister than Pierre Polyev. <laughs> Apparently, from from everything I gather, people are really, really enjoying the price of beef. Uh, they're really enjoying the price of tomatoes and broccoli and cauliflower and pumpkins and fish. And everything else. People are really, 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 really enjoying the high cost of everything. Uh, they're enjoying their trips to the food bank, apparently, because the guy that's bringing you all of this is a very popular person, more popular than the guy that thinks that maybe Trudeau's time has come. I, I, who the hell knows? Anyway, I, 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 you know, in light of the fact that so many people think that Trudeau makes a wonderful prime minister, I think we should all applaud the fact and breathe a giant sigh of relief. Trudeau is down there at the United Nations. What is he doing? He is showing the world how to grow better food. Now, this, this, I mean, this is something we should really applaud, okay? Trudeau very clearly understands everything there is to know about agriculture. He understands which end of a cow gets up first, which end of a horse gets up first, and the difference between an ass and a donkey, which is very helpful. So I think we should applaud. He's down there. He is lecturing all of these big city people who have never seen a cow and telling them how we can grow more food and get what's he called food security. Now, of course, the answer to food security here in Ontario, and in fact in Canada and many places, increasingly, food security is being offered by the food banks. So uh, I, maybe, maybe that's what Trudeau was saying. You know what we need to do is establish a giant worldwide globalist food bank where everybody gets to go in and grab whatever food they want. 
no cost, okay? And uh, me, Justin Trudeau, I will pay for it. Uh, well, the taxpayers of Canada will pay for it. We'll have this giant food bank. That's that's his answer. Um, I, I just find it so reassuring that our prime minister is so knowledgeable about agriculture. Um, anything anything, and any of that that uh, interests or, or delights you or ticks you off, let me know. I, I do have a, a very serious question. And I hope we get some serious answers to this. I've never asked this question before in some 60 years of broadcasting. Question is this. In your opinion, what should we do if Putin drops a few atomic bombs on Ukraine? Increasingly, Putin is threatening to use nuclear weapons. And the more his forces get pushed back, the louder, more powerful the threats become. In fact, only yesterday he warned the West he was not bluffing when he talked about the nuclear answer. Uh, so, I, I hope to pray to God it doesn't happen. A lot of people don't think it will happen, but then a lot of people didn't think he'd ever invade Ukraine either. And we all know what happened there. He has warned the West that they should not discount the nuclear option. He may be bluffing, he may not. As I say, many people thought he was bluffing when he threatened to invade Ukraine. But if he does use nuclear weapons, in all probability, if he does, they will be so-called tactical nuclear weapons. But they are still nuclear weapons and will destroy God knows how many thousands of lives, civilians, etc., if he does use them, what can we in the West do? What should we do? Think about it, the ramifications. I hope and pray that it doesn't come to this. But hoping and praying doesn't avoid a war. Never has, never will. If, in fact, nuclear weapons are used in Ukraine, what should we in the West do? What would you like us to do? John, just once again, tell people how to get in touch with us. That's a very heavy question. I don't even know where to begin on my thoughts yeah. on that. Uh, but over to you, the listener and the viewer. 613-413-2217. Your calls are welcome. 613-413-2217. You can text as well. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and you can post your comments where you ordinarily would. So let's go with it to a text here. I love the answer when Polyev asked where the money was coming from to pay for pandemic benefits. The answer... The greater macroeconomic framework. What <laughs> is that? In, what Trudeau said? <laughs> apparently, what in the world is that? <laughs> the taxpayer, the macroeconomics. That's the taxpayer. That's you. That's you. You're the macro. Oh God. Uh, you know, go ahead. Back, back, back to this question about nuclear weapons. Yep. I, it's a difficult question, but you know. We've got to ask it. We 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 have to. Oh, we, we got to have a plan. With We've got to have some sort of plan. And it, I mean, God help our leaders at this time. But what do you want them to do? What if this happens? And I, right now, the way things are looking, 
I, I don't know. I'm not going to put a percentage on it, but I would say that there is a chance that he'll use those weapons. Whether Putin can continue to, to be beaten on the battlefield, I don't know. I, I would fear that if something happens at home and he th threatened, uh, you know, to have a revolution of some kind or be kicked out of office or maybe even his life threatened, that he, he may be desperate enough to use the nuclear option. It's there. What's he got? Something like 17,000 different nuclear weapons. Right. It's there. So we, we, we've got to deal with it. We, we've got to, it's a, it's, it's an answer nobody wants to come up with, but we may have to. John, what else have we got? What All right, we got a few here? topics on the go. Let's uh, begin with the nuclear question. Craig says, if Putin uses his tactical nuclear weapons, the world will begin by halting all trade in or out of Russia. Inflation will skyrocket, markets will crash, and Europe will freeze this winter. Didn't say what we should do. Tom says, as a nation with only a token military, what could we really do? Not much, he says. I'm talking about the West, though. I'm talking about NATO. We're, we're members of NATO. Don't forget so that. So you're talking about the collective. I'm talking about the collective right. we. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but, but, I mean, it would involve, obviously, Canadian participation. And because we are so close to Russia, I mean, you can almost see Russia from points of the, in this country, uh, we would be most directly affected. Uh, what are people saying, John? All right, to YouTube, John says, I know you remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. The Soviets turned back. We should do the same. There is no need for NATO to expand eastward. NATO should back off. That's John's suggestion. So, so John, you <clears throat> think we should just let him drop nuclear bombs on the Ukrainian people and we would do nothing? Is that, I, do I, am I reading that correctly? That's how I take it, yeah. Okay. Coraline is of the opposite point of view. She says, I'd like to see NATO get militaries involved and push back on this. Uh, to a different question that we've got regarding the mayors. This is Ruth. She's texting us at 613-413-2217. Ruth says, I've been trying to see which candidate for mayor are on what side, but they seem to not want to have any guts and say if they're PC, liberal, etc. They're worried about the public and how they will perceive them. Your thoughts, Lowell? Well, we know that, uh, that um, Catherine McKinney is not only NDP, but extremely far-left NDP. She's about as radical as you can get. Um, and we, we know that Bob Shirelli is a liberal. I mean, he was a liberal cabinet minister, for heaven's sakes. Right. Sutcliffe, I'm not sure. Uh, when you listen to him, um, he's, I, I think he's more middle of the road. But uh, right now, the polling indicates that he's not doing very well. So very clearly, people, people prefer the left. They want to go left. They want more green space. Uh, they want fewer cars, more bicycles, a lot more bicycle lanes, uh, electric, uh, electric buses, electric vehicles, and all kinds of windmills. Don't forget, it's Catherine McKinney who has proposed the uh, 36 square kilometers of solar panels for Ottawa. And 710 windmills. So that's, people apparently are quite happy with that. Here's the problem, of course. They'll be happy with 710 windmills as long as the windmills are located on someone else's backyard. <laughs> not You're exactly right. That's always the way it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, but th this idea, but it, it, one of the problems, of course, is that the more windmills you put up, the more solar panels, the less land there is for crops, for food. So we're going to have less land for food as we build more windmills, solar panels. 
uh, we're going to have less crops because Trudeau is going to uh, reduce fertilizer by 30%. Yet somehow or other, Trudeau has the answer and he's off telling the world how we can create food security. It's really, really you know what it is? I sometimes think like I've just come down the rabbit hole with Alice. Uh, oh, I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. date. Go ahead, John. What do you got? All right. Uh, to Ruth's question, Carrie says the municipal level is not supposed to be party politics. No, it's not. But we do know, as Lowell has mentioned, where you know several of the candidates certainly do lie in their politics. Peter says Ottawa of modern day is very liberal. Look at the MPs and MPPs and councillors that they elect. Uh, Jules the Dancer on Twitch. If Putin uses nuclear weapons, then I really think it's time for NATO to step up. It will affect the whole world. I feel they won't have a choice. They will need to take Putin out. Ukraine, Russia, and Europe will never be the same if this happens. Oh, neither will the world. The rest of the world. You're right. Electric, trans- pardon me, electric transportation, says David, is all fun until it stops working or $26,000 for a replacement battery. We've been down that road a lot of times. Bruce says, what I think they should be doing is United Nations sending a sniper. I'd like to and take Putin out like for the drone. And the two candidates are running for mayor, Ottawa. It doesn't matter who gets in. They're both going to screw it up. So Ottawa, watch your voting because it's coming to the end of Ottawa if these people get in as mayor. Wow, Bruce, that was a tough one to read. <laughs> I guess so. He, he spells the mayor, M-A-R-I-O-N. Oh, go uh, ahead. Here's a question from Chrissy uh, by email, Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. Hi, Lowell, I heard this today, R.E. the Calgary Sun. Quote, effective Monday, October 17th, we will no longer be producing a Monday print edition of the Calgary Sun. The decision reflects the rapidly changing news, consumption habits of our readers, the needs of our advertisers, and the escalating costs of printing and delivering a printed product. She says, no big surprise, but that means older generation and others who like to read their paper in the morning will have to resort to going online or watching the usual news. I don't know about you... But this seems to be all about the money. Well, it's got to be about the money. I mean, we taxpayers can't continue to subsidize the news industry. Uh, I mean, there's a limit to the amount of government money that we can pour out. As we're seeing now, we're paying the price. The more government money that's poured out into the economy, the the greater inflation. So we all pay the price. But it'll be a tragedy. But I I am afraid that if, if the newspapers don't change their formats, don't change their means of marketing and their means of, of selling, um, I, I, I think it's curtains. I think the day will come when there's just no print media available. <clears throat> One of the problems, and I've talked about this before, don't forget, I'm the guy that started the Herald, which is now the Sun. Right. So I know a little bit about the print industry. And it's a tough industry, no question. But one of the problems that, to me, newspapers have never addressed is the guy who is selling bicycles in Stittsville is not going to have customers coming in from Orleans and Cumberland. He's not. And yet he has to pay. If he runs an ad for his bicycles in the Citizen, he's got to pay for the readers out in Orleans. Yep. To me, somehow or other, the newspapers have got to get, become regionalized as far as marketing goes. So in other words, if you're a bike dealer in, uh, in Stittsville, then you should only pay for those listeners, those readers, 
who are potential customers within a certain boundary. Do you understand my point? I do. Now, that works very, very well when talking about someone selling bicycles, for example. But if you're a car dealership, for example, I'm not trying to single out car dealerships, but they've got a much bigger budget, and they certainly would attract customers from different parts of the city. I will travel well, across the town. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying that, that each, each individual retailer has got to be dealt with in an individual manner. If you're selling bicycles, then that your market is, is smaller. If you're selling automobiles, then the market is probably larger. You've got to pay for more. Um, I mean, radio, radio has been doing this for, well, since day one. You only, you only you pay so much for, for a listener. We know how many listeners. And not only that, we know if you want listeners, for example, to radio, age 25 to 55. Right. Well, we, we know where the, where the, you get the best bargain. Newspapers have not caught on to that. And to me, that's the, the only way they're ever going to survive. They're going to have to change the way they charge their sponsors. I repeat, the bicycle operator, seller, and Stittsville is not going to is not going to have customers coming in from Orleans, but he's got to pay for the readers in Orleans, and that's what's killing the newspaper. Go ahead. And that is the advantage to digital. And I have long said that newspapers, radio, and TV collectively, all of our old fashioned, so to speak, media, um, you know, um, um, pardon me, our old fashioned media, um, they have failed to realize that, you know, radio now has video streams and written word. TV now has audio streams and written word. Newspaper has video streams. They're all really competing on the same platform now when it comes to the digital space. Yes, newspapers are still newspapers, TV is still TV, radio is still radio, but on the digital sphere it actually allows them then to change the ads and the ads that appear for you lol if you and i are reading the same article the ads that appear for you just based on your age and your geographic location will be different from the ones that i see that's how it's done in podcasts when they insert ads i still i still say that that if the newspapers were to change the way they sell their ads and only charge for potential clients then I think that they they would have at least have a better chance of surviving. I got to get a couple of words in here. Speaking of for yes. for our our good friends at Shields, um, we we've been mentioning the fact that they are now a registered Sony dealership. This is really neat because uh, they've got a lot of Sony products in stock as well. And one of the big advantages, and we've talked about this many times with Shields, is they're what's called an in stock dealership. Uh, about 90% of any appliance that you could possibly want, they have in stock. Means no long wait. Prices, well, you can check this out. They're very, very competitive. A lot of people still say, oh, well, you know, the big box stores, the prices are better. But, you know, don't accept that. Check it out. Uh, you'll you'll see Shields is very upfront with their pricing. Go to their website. It's very easy to understand. Whatever appliance that you want, you will see it there. The make, the brand, the model, the color, and even, the in some cases, the amount of wattage that it burns and the price. And then so you can see the price and you can compare it with Bad Boy or whatever it is. You may be very surprised. And if you deal with Shields, you're dealing locally, family-owned since 1947 matters to me matters to a lot of people john thanks for sharing the show on your social media streams we appreciate that speaking of advertising you are the best advertising we've got letting the world know that lowell is still here and doing his thing daily at two here's a text lowell i'm 100 percent sure the cia has already worked through contingency plans if putin uses nuclear weapons i don't believe the other nuclear armed countries will be caught flat-footed putin would be sealing his death warrant this person says 
Yeah, the only thing is, it's in many ways mutually assured destruction. If we ever get into a nuclear war, and that was, it's called MAD, you know, mutual assured destruction. Um, it's, oh God, I hope it doesn't happen. But you know what? We've got to be prepared for it. Go ahead, please, John. I'm with you. I mean, if he feels that he's threatened and he's about to be taken out anyway, then what's he got to lose? That puts the world in a very, very scary position. Tony says, just keep in mind that if there is military retaliation against Russia, it will bring China into the overt support of Russia. Well, we're not so sure about that. Um, that's a very interesting uh, question. Uh, but China, uh, uh, to this point, China has not come out and supported Russia. It hasn't supported Ukraine, but it hasn't supported Russia either. It's very interesting. Hmm. Go ahead. Lawrence View Terry points out the Russian embassy is upset because someone threw a Molotov cocktail over their fence, yet they'd allow nukes to be used. Another text, 613-413-2217. Changing topics, back to the mayoral question. Lowell, I do like what Mark Sutcliffe did by calling out Catherine on their funding partner. This company, Horizon Ottawa, is really meddling in local politics, using their expertise and money in swaying the popular votes. Nobody does dirty tricks better than the left. The further left you are, the, the more dirty tricks you're prepared to use. Uh, it's 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 all it, to me it's a dichotomy here the, the left always portrays itself as the great moral conscience of the nation but they're the ones that if they're going to be dirty tricks they're the ones that are going to be doing it i let me let me uh, let me tell you i i very foolishly many many years ago i ran for the liberals in ottawa center my opponent was the ndp i forget her name now she won anyway my my signs were disappearing I, they were by, by the by the dozens. They were just they weren't being wrecked. They were just disappearing. Now her office was down. I was in a little mall on Preston Street, and her office was down about five or six doors. One morning I got up real early because I had and I went. It was about six o'clock in the morning, and there parked behind her office was a car with a big trailer filled with my signs. Hmm. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. There were my signs. <laughs> oh, the NDP, the left, they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Go ahead, John. Uh, Nick Vandergrat chimes in to say, not to change the topic, but speaking of Justin Trudeau, I knew we would be completely embarrassed by his presence at the Queen's funeral. I just didn't know how bad it would be. Now we know Bohemian Rhapsody, the hotel lobby, he has to go, says Nick. As one of the things that's amazing, there's a large segments of the media, including some conservatives who don't think it's all that serious. I think, and you, you, you said this yesterday, and that is that compared to all of the other stuff that this guy has pulled off, it's, it's kind of muted. Well, uh, until you start really digging into it and sort of realize, you know, how big people of Britain, people of Britain yeah. are really upset. Yeah, they were booing him yesterday. He walked out. I don't know where he was out of the hotel or something. There was a large contingent of people there, and they started to boo him. One guy said, we "Shouted you bastard!" It to him. So the you know the, the people of Britain are, were in mourning, and they're very upset. But apparently, to a lot large number of people in in the media here, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. 
<sighs> Let's go to email. Uh, Paul in Canada says, on the tough question about nuclear weapons in Ukraine, I would get these anti-missile systems up and running in Ukraine to hopefully shoot down any of those tactical nuclear weapons if they are used. I think the big issue is that it seems like things are not going Vlad's way right now, and I guess he would lose the support of those hawks in Russia if he loses too much ground in Ukraine. I think he's getting desperate. You know, actually, he makes a good point. <clears throat> Putin, you know, threatened yesterday, said, I'm not bluffing, <coughs> excuse me, mm -hmm. which indicates to me that our, our letter writer is correct, and that is that we should, uh, as quickly as possible, supply Ukraine with anti-missile uh, system device, if we haven't already. Uh, I think that you, under threat of this kind, I think Ukraine should be prepared to shoot them. You know, Israel has perfected a, an anti-missile, as you know. They're able to shoot down, what, 80, 90 percent right. of all the missiles coming in. So I, I think that maybe this will prompt uh, the West to provide Ukraine with uh, anti-missiles. Go ahead. Uh, Richard, thank you. He says the NDP person that you lost to was Evelyn Gigantis. Evelyn Gigantis. Oh, yeah. Yep. Joshua says, Lowell, what would you say is the biggest shift in liberal ideology between the time you were convinced to run and now where you clearly wouldn't be caught dead running as a liberal? I, th I think the liberal party has become further left, and I think that it's left its roots. Uh, th I, I, I begin to see this, that more and more it, it's, it seems to be a party of, of elitists who, whose thinking is not mainstream anymore. And, in, and we see this with the green energy. Um, and it's just, uh, to me, the Liberal Party has moved further and further away from the core, from, from people. Um, and I think that the choice of leader that's what's going now, I think, is, is amp excuse me, evidence of this. Sorry, my voice is really going here. Mm -hmm. we'll, have, we'll have to sign off here, John. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.